You're listening to the New Song Students Podcast. I'm Jackson, and I'm the student pastor at New Song Church, located in Oklahoma City. We hope this message builds your faith and helps you to know God better in a greater way today. Enjoy the message. We have started a series called Same God. Everybody say Same God. That wasn't nearly good enough. I need everybody to say Same God. This series, Same God, is all about faith, right? It's the same, we're, it's putting our faith in something. Now, not any old something, but we're putting our faith in God, a God who is never changing, a God who is never uh, one minute thinking this way and another minute thinking this way, right? I have, uh, I grew up with some friends who one time they thought this way, and I'm like, oh yeah, I could get behind that. The next thing you know, they're thinking completely different. I'm like, OMG. So we serve a God who is the same no matter what, right? The God that we read in the Bible is the same God that is alive, that is acting today. Everybody say, same God. And our verse that we're kind of that we're kind of um, um, getting behind that we want you guys to like use this as a as like something you can write on your heart to know that God is the same God is found in uh, Hebrews chapter eight. It says this: Jesus Christ is the same. Say it with me: Yesterday, today, and forever. Let's do that one more time. Jesus Christ is the same. He's the same, and he's the same. So Jesus Christ is never changing. I thought of it this way as I was studying. Have you ever like gotten uh, like, we're like behind on a trend? Like everybody else likes something and then by the time you got around to liking it, the hype already kind of moved. Any of y'all have ever like experienced that before? I experienced that like all the time. I'm always behind on things, I feel like. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, yeah. Like, did you see this latest song? And I'm like, oh yeah, like it's cool. And, and then by the time I actually really get into it, everybody's already moved on to the next song. I'm like, oh wait, guys, like we don't want to talk about this. I'm always behind on the hype. But with Jesus, I was thinking about this, with Jesus, you never have to worry about being behind. Like you never have to worry about missing out on a blessing with Jesus. You never have to worry about missing a moment with God because he's never changing, right? If he did something for somebody else, it's not like a, oh, one-time deal. No, he could do the exact same thing for you. It's not like, you know, it's Jesus is sitting up in heaven saying, the first five trillion people to come to know me are going to be saved and the rest of y'all are done. Like, no, you could always come to Jesus. You're never going to miss out on him. You're never going to miss a moment with him. Why? Because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Everybody say, same God. And so Pastor Jackson started us on this journey, right, looking at, last week we talked about how God is uh, part of this trinity called the, uh, the Godhead, right? There's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, God the Father. Everybody say, God the Son. Everybody say, God the Holy Spirit. And we kind of took a deeper dive into the Holy Spirit, and we talked about this thing called speaking in tongues. It was an amazing message. In fact, I'm going to be bold. I wasn't going to necessarily do this. But did anybody receive their prayer language that night, maybe for the very first time? Go ahead and put your hands up. Let's give them a round of applause. There we go. There's a few. That is a great thing. That is amazing. Be proud of that, right? If you missed that message, I encourage you, go back and listen to it. It is a good one. But today, we're going to continue on this same God. Uh, talking about something that I am actually really excited about um, because, one, 
I think some of the best messages that I ever teach are things that I'm kind of learning for myself. So when I'm writing something, it's not necessarily like me trying to teach you, but it's really like God speaking to me. And as I'm writing and typing, like I'm like, oh, goodness gracious, like I need to start doing this in my life. So this is one of those messages. This is a message I feel like God gave me to share with you guys. And it's something I'm growing in today. We're going to be talking about a little thing called the Bible. Everybody say the Bible. If you have your Bible, let me see it. Anybody got like an actual physical copy? Anybody got on their phones? Anybody got on their phones? We're going to be talking today about God's word. What is God's word? What is it for our lives? What does it mean to us? Why is it so vital that we have um, God's word in our life? And this is my encouragement to you guys um, because we've done a series entitled uh, Word <laughs> here at New Song Students. Uh, and again, go back, listen to that. You can listen to all our messages on the podcast. Uh, and so we've done a series about God's word. And so to be honest, I was kind of hesitant talking about God's word again. Um, but this is all I want to encourage you guys to do tonight. I want you all to act like you've never heard about the Bible before. I want you to go into it with like a fresh perspective. I want tonight to be hopefully, uh, hopefully eye-opening to you, hopefully something new, maybe something you've never thought about. And my encouragement to you is to press in and lean in with, lean in with me tonight. You think you could do that? All right, because like I said, I believe God has a word for you, right? And if it's the same word, then maybe you need to learn something, right? And so I encourage you guys, lean in, dig in, get those notebooks out, those transformation uh, journals, get a piece of paper. If you got to, okay, I gave this idea to my threshold kids, and if you got to do it tonight, that's fine. If you got to get a pen and write on your body, I am totally okay with you writing on your forearm. That's totally fine. Just make sure you are leaning in, engaging in God's Word today. If you're taking notes, I want you to write down the title of my message. Everybody say, same God, same word. Oh, that wasn't nearly good enough. Everybody say, same God, same word. All right, so like I said, we are hopefully going to be diving into the importance of the Bible, and I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do because I'm going to have to flip through my notes. I'm just going to put my Bible down here. Um, but anyways, let's go ahead and pray. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to help us, to guide us to be in here tonight. So if everybody would, bow their heads, close their eyes. Father, I thank you for today. Um, help us learn about your word. Help us to, to have an open mind to what you have to say tonight. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would speak through me. I don't want to be up here wasting our time. Uh, so Holy Spirit, I open up my heart to you. Speak to us. Help us to lean in and to engage tonight. And everyone said... Amen, 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 amen. All right, sweet. So when we're talking about God's word, before we go any further, we've got to get this ideal in our heads or we have to uh, remove an ideal and replace it with a new one. This thought of, of God's word being a book. Like we have got to get away from the idea of the Bible being just a book. This thing is not just a book. In fact, if you're taking notes, I want you to write that down. The Bible is not a book. In fact, everybody say, the Bible is not a book. Now, this is going to sound interesting, but please bear with me. But this thing right here, the thing that for whatever reason I was looking this up, I still don't really kind of understand it, but it's like in every hotel room, right? Uh, I don't know why. They just want to convict people, I guess. I don't know. Uh, uh, it is uh, the thing that maybe you have hidden away on a shelf. Uh, your parents probably have one. They come like thick like this to where like if I was to hit you with it, you'd probably feel it. It also comes in a version that could fit in our phone. This Bible that we, uh, we read maybe through a Bible 
global plan, through a uh, devotional, anything like that. It is not just a book. That it is more than just a book. And I want to also clarify something for you. It's kind of a side tangent, but I, like, again, I'm, I'm a teacher. I want, I want to teach you guys. When I talk about the Bible or God's word from here on out, I'm talking about, like, this. I'm talking about, like, a physical physical Bible, right? A lot of us have our phones, and I'm not going to lie. This is a beautiful, amazing, awesome tool, right? A lot of us might have our phone, and it has the Bible app in it. I'm one of those people, right? But I want to encourage you, when we talk about getting into God's Word, I'm talking about getting into the Bible, not getting in your phone, right? There's a big difference between having a phone with the Bible app and having an actual Bible. And I encourage you guys, if you don't have a Bible, like for settings like this, bring your phone. Like, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not telling you to bring, you know, your, your, your physical Bible, though, you know, you can, you can do that. Uh, for settings like this, and I'll randomly, maybe Pastor Jack is like, take out your phones and do, like, you could have it. But when you're by yourself, when you're studying God's Word, make sure you have a physical Bible. Um, but the reason why this is, the reason why I want to get away from the fact that um, this is more than just a book is because what do you do with books? What do you do? Can anybody? You read them. Yes, you read books or you listen to them. Um, but for the most part, you read a book. And this is a big problem for me because you are either going to fall into two categories. You might be like me and you hate reading. Anybody in here just hate reading? You are my people. Like, you are people I can get along with. You are people that I love. Man, for me, reading, okay, this is just E-man. There's a lot of hurt when it comes to reading, right? A lot of kid trauma, right? But honestly, reading for me is hard, okay? It's a little boring. If I'm, I'm not going to lie, you know, some people are like, oh, I just see the, 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 the words just come off the pages. I don't see none of that. Like, I, I, Reading Rainbow was the worst TV show ever. If you don't know what Reading Rainbow is, good. You don't need to know what Reading Rainbow is. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. When I read, it ain't like colorful things in sky. No, it's none of that stuff for me. When I read, it's boring. I'm being honest with you guys. You okay with I'm being honest with y'all? It's a little boring. Uh, sometimes my mind wanders. I'll be reading, and, and then all of a sudden I'll be thinking, man, I'm really hungry. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? Would sound, you know, it sounds good. Sushi sounds so good right now. And then I have to go back and, hey, I'm teaching. Uh, no. Reading can be a little boring to me, uh, and so I'm not, I don't enjoy reading. Or, so that's that category, you find yourself where you, uh, you hate reading. Or you are on the other side of the spectrum, and you love reading. Anybody just love reading in here? Okay, you guys scare me. Like, for real, you guys scare, y'all have y'all's books lined up, like, for the whole year. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to read 12 books in the whole, the, whole, the whole year. You have these books lined, you're like, I'm going to read this book and this book and this book. And it kind of freaks me out a little bit, uh, if I'm being 100% honest. In fact, funny story, uh, we were at staff retreat uh, last year. And uh, we're doing, it's like doing free time, right? So I just got done playing uh, cornhole. I just lost. I was a little bummed out about it. But I go up, going to give you something to eat. And I see Pastor Sarah. Pastor Sarah likes reading, I think. I'm pretty sure she does because I see her do it a lot. Um, but she's reading a book. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, because there's an itinerary of things we're supposed to do. And in there, there's supposed to be like, you know, quiet time, study time. And so I see Pastor Sarah reading a book. And I'm like, oh, snap. I missed the quiet time. I need to go start reading a book. So I'm like, oh, what are we supposed to be reading, Pastor Sarah? And she's like, oh, I'm just reading. And I was like, you're just what? 
Like, I was like, this is, our, this is our free time. You know that, right? Like, we don't have to read then, right? She's like, no, but I enjoy reading it. And I'm not going to lie. I looked at her, and I was like, what? This is, this is free time, Pastor Sarah. You don't have to read then, right? So to be honest, reading freaks me out, but some of y'all like reading. Uh, and so when it comes to reading the Bible, like when you approach it like that, reading the Bible, you're either going to hate reading it or you're going to love reading it. And that could be a problem regardless because if you hate reading it, then like when people say you got to read your Bible, like, man, I don't want to read my Bible. You absolutely hate it. Or you find yourself on the other side of like where you love reading, but then it becomes like a, I checked off. I read my Bible for today, right? I read, I read my Bible reading for today. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but guys, I want to get away from this fact of God's word being just a book. In fact, I want to get to a place where we realize that God's word is more than just a book. God's word is actually a person. And that person is Jesus. I want you to write that down. I don't have it on my notes, but I want you to write that down. The Bible is an actual person. And that person is Jesus. It's not a book. It's Jesus. Uh, the scripture we're going to be focusing on and, and kind of basing a lot of our, 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 um, my lesson for tonight is found in John chapter 1. And we're going to be reading a little bit, reading verses 1 through 5 and then 14. And yes, I'm going to have to do the thing that I just talked about five minutes saying I don't like doing, but uh, I enjoy doing this. So just bear with me. But in John chapter 1. Verses 1 through 5, and then we're going to add in 14 at the end. It says this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him, uh, in him has life, and the life was the light of man. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jumping over to verse 14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the Father, full of grace and truth. We need to stop seeing the word of God as a book and see it more like a person, like Jesus Christ. Like when we get away from this thought process of like when I read my Bible and we begin to think of, oh, I am, uh, 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 the Bible's an actual person. I don't know about you, but man, this logic just changes how I even view my quiet time with God. It views it changed how I view my devotional time and my transformation journal. It's no longer me reading a scripture, but it's more about me encountering and having a relationship with this guy named Jesus. The same God that we talk about in services every week. The same God that we talk about in our small groups with our leaders. The same God that we talk about here on Sundays and Saturdays and Wednesdays is the same, is the word of God. That word of God. Uh, the, sorry, the word of God is that same God. And this just, like I said, it changes my, my thought process. Because no longer is it like, oh, I need to read my Bible. But it's more along the lines. In fact, I want us to think of it more along the lines of, oh, uh, I'm going to have an encounter, a meeting, or hangout time with God. I'm no longer waking up in the morning feeling like, oh, I better read my Bible today. But it's like, oh, God, what do you want to show me today? Like, what do you want to reveal about yourself today? And it also is kind of does the flip because um, when we don't get in our word, it's less about like, oh, I just didn't read my Bible today. And it's more like, oh, I didn't hang out with God today. 
Like, oh, I missed an appointment with, with God today, right? When you snoozed your, your alarm clock for the morning. And, like, to be honest, I'm victim of that too, right? There's been several times where I'm like, oh, that's too early. Snooze, <laughs> right? And, and, and I snooze God but, uh, or I snooze my Bible reading plan, but not really. I'm snoozing on, on and God. And so it changes our whole mindset and our whole thought process of getting in his word. In fact, I'm trying to my best not to stay reading his word because, again, I don't want it to be about reading his word. I want it to be about getting in God's word, having a relationship with him, having an encounter with him. Y'all here, y'all here with me tonight? So for the rest of the message, we're going to be talking about, like, what are we actually doing when we get into God's Word, right? Like, what are we actually doing uh, than just waking up, making sure we're getting our transformation journal? Because we're actually doing something when we do or when we don't get into the Word of God. Um, if you're taking notes, I want you to write this word down. Everybody say logos. Logos. So in John chapter 1, when he says, uh, in the beginning was the word, he's actually using the word logos. He's actually using the word uh, logos. The, in fact, I, uh, I wrote it down like this the word, word, actually is the word logos, right? It's a tongue twister right there. But when you see logos, or sorry, when you see the word, in this context, you see logos, and this is John talking about it, and this has two meanings to different, two different types of, of people, right? So when we read God's word, and he uses this word logos, we're seeing two things that are taking place. The first thing is to the Jewish, the Jewish leaders. So our Jewish people, when they saw this word logos or when they heard this word logos, to them it is um, the word of God. In fact, David Guzik says this about this term. He says the Jewish rabbis often refer to God, uh, especially in his more personal aspect, in terms of his word. They spoke of God himself as the word of God. So when we're reading our Bible, or sorry, when we're spending time in God's word, I want you to write this down. We are learning who God is. Everybody say, we are learning who God is. We are learning who God actually is, the person of God, right? And that's what we want to do. We've been talking all different types of series about knowing God and practicing the way of Jesus, right? So when you read the Bible, sorry, when you spend time in the word, in the Bible, you are getting to learn God. In fact, we're going to play a little game. I'm going to hopefully uh, illustrate this point. All right, I'm going to ask you guys three questions. Everybody in the room can play. All right, everybody in the room can play. Uh, and we're going to see how well you guys know me. We're going to see how well you guys know me. My prizes are actually probably there's some cash involved, right? I wanted to actually give out some hard, cold cash. It's not a lot, maybe. I don't know. But this, if you know the answer, I want you to raise your hand. Just shoot it up. Um, if you know the answer, and you'll get, you'll get some money, all right? Y'all like money? Anybody need money? If y'all don't need, I could totally keep because I need money. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we need gas money. Oh, all righty. But uh, all right, first question. First question. If you know, everybody put your hands down. If you know, just shoot it up. Uh, what is, I got to step back because I got to see everybody's hand. What is my favorite color? Brayden. Orange. Orange is right. Come up here and get your money. All right. You get my man a dollar and change. There you go. Don't spend it all in one place. All right. I got some more money. I got some more money. All righty, second question, second question. All right, I got to step back. Who knows or what is my favorite animal? 
Oh, that was a tough one. Oh, man, that was a tough one. Put your hands back down. Put your hands back down. I'm a fair. I'm a fair guy. What's my favorite animal? Gus totally beat you guys on that one. Gus, what is my favorite animal? Elephant. Yeah, come on, Gus. Come and get your money. You got, yeah, that's two for two. You get, my friend, $2. There you go. Don't spend it all in one place. All right, last question, 20 bucks. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Let's see who knows me. What is my favorite anime and how does he have the powers that he does? Put your hands down. 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 I don't know why we're having such a hard time with this. All right. One, two, three. I want to see if some of you guys actually know it. I don't think you would know it, Andrew. Andrew. Huh? But what's it called? Y'all see, that's why I need the name of the fruit. I need the name of the fruit. I need the name of the fruit. Put your hands down. Put your hands down. One, two, three. What's the name of the fruit? Huh? Bubblegum fruit? Very close. Very close. Put your hands down. Put your hands down. Put your hands down. One, two, three. Molly got it. Molly, what is my favorite anime? And I'm, try- that, I'm trying to make sure this money goes back into our accounts. <laughs> what, is, what is my favorite anime and why, oh, and why does he have the powers that he has? There it is. Yeah, come on, Molly. Come and get your 20 bucks and put it back in our, in our account. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to lie. Y'all made me worry there for a second. What was that? Huh? Maybe later. Maybe later. All righty, all righty, all righty. It was uh, one piece and his fruit that is the gummo gumuno or the rubber rubber fruit. All right. It gives them rubber powers. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's what it is. All right, okay, 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 okay. That was to show you guys something. How did those people know those things about me? How did those people know those things about me? Maybe it's because they've heard me say it once or twice. Maybe it's because uh, I've mentioned it a lot of times. But really, honestly, it boils down to the fact that they just know me. Right, they just know me. Check this out, guys. Let's lean back in. When we read, when we study, when we get into God's Word, we get to know about him. And when we get to know God, there's blessings that we get because we just know God. The Bible is not just full of good stories about good overcoming evil. The Bible is not just full of heart, or people coming to hard times and then suddenly finding hope. It's not about a bunch of lost people being found again. It's all about who God is. It's a place where we can learn about our Lord and Savior. That's why we need to be in God's word. Because we need to know who God is. Right? We're living in a time where more and more we're getting away from what, or, or more and more people are saying things about God. They're saying that, you know, I believe this about myself and, and because God made me this way. And to be honest, we're missing the mark. Why? Because we just don't know who God is. I was thinking about it. Like I have a friend who just recently came out and said that he likes guys and he was saying how uh, uh, this is the way God made me and, you know, you got to live with it and kind of stuff like that. And, and, and to be honest, we know that's not true. We know that, that that's not what God says in his word, right? And so we need to know 
what God says. We need to know who he is. One, so that when people say things that are opposite that we could lovingly, we can with, uh, uh, not in a mean, not in an aggressive way, but kind of be like, hey, no, that's, that's not God. Right, Pastor Josh, he taught about this and he used this example of how like if you went and came, uh, if you came and told him that his wife was like beating up a grandma, like he would be like, mm, that doesn't sound like my wife. But if you came to him and told him that like uh, his wife uh, gave like somebody some money to help him out, like he's like, mm, that sounds like my wife. And it's the same thing with our God, guys. When people come to you and you're like, this is what God told me and you know what the word of God says, you could be like, that doesn't sound like my God. Like God wouldn't sit here and tell you to, 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 to not love yourself. Your friend, your, God wouldn't tell you uh, these evil things about yourself. That's probably the voice of the enemy. It's the fact that we don't know God, why the enemy could actually come in and, and whisper things into our hearts and, and get people to think a certain way. Why? Because we just don't know what God's word says. We, we, we don't know who God is. But when we read the Bible, when we study the Bible, there again, I said it again. I'm trying to get that out of my vocabulary. When we, when we uh, uh, spend time in God's word, when we are, are, are getting up in the morning or staying up a little later at night to, to engage in what his, his word is saying, we're learning who he is. And it's such a powerful thing, guys. And I want to encourage you that if we're going to be able to practice the way of Jesus, like if we're going to be able to do the things that Pastor Jackson and, and do the things that Pastor Josh and Pastor Sarah are encouraging us to do, guys, we've got to know what God is saying. Everybody say, know God. Get in his word. Get in his word. we got to get in his word. The second thing that we are doing when we are getting in his word is we're getting good directions. Everybody say, getting good directions. Now, um, I don't know about you, maybe you're not like this, but I know for me, I need directions when I'm going places. Like, I enjoy getting uh, directions. Now, I'm not saying, like, when I leave here tonight that I'm going to, like, Google how to get home. Like, I understand how to get to my house. But if it's a place that I haven't been before or it's a place I'm not very familiar or, like, I hit a different angle, like I came from it on a different way, I, I like to Google where I'm going. But more uh, specifically, if I'm in a car with somebody, and they're giving me instructions on how to get there. I need to know, like, way in advance before you, I need you to give me the directions way in advance. It can't be like, we're rolling up on a stop line. You're like, oh, my bad, there's a right. Like, I will get mad at you. I need good directions. I don't know about you, but I love to know where I'm going. Like I said, John, when he uses this word logos, he's using it in two different ways. The first one was like God's word. But the second one, if a, uh, the Greek people hearing this would think, um, would think or hear uh, orderly or the way it should be done. David Guzik says it like this. The Greek philosopher saw the logos or the word as the same power that puts sense into the world, making the world orderly instead of chaotic. The logos or the word was the power that set the world in perfect order and kept it going in perfect order. They saw the logos as the ultimate reasoning that controlled all things. We talked uh, a while ago about in the gray. Everyone say in the gray. 
And in the gray, we learned how there is a right and a wrong way of doing things. In fact, let me take it a little step further. There is a God way of doing it, and then there's everything else. Everything else is wrong, right? And, and if you missed that message series, I take, uh, I take a minute to, to, to go into that because it's really good stuff. But we learned that there is a right way of doing things, and there is a wrong way of doing things. When we read the Bible... It helps us figure out that stuff. It is the roadmap to making the world more orderly and less chaotic. Like it is how we are able to figure out which way we are going or which way we need to be going. And if I could have the band join me up here. Um, so so when, we, when we read God's word, when we're in God's word, uh, we learn the way we should go. The older I get, the more I realize that, like, I don't know which way to go. Like, the more, uh, the older I get, the more I realize, like, I need some help. Kind of like when, I'm give, when somebody's giving me directions. I need you to tell me early, and I need you to tell me which way I am going. Uh, we live in a world, guys, where there is a lot of different noise. There's a lot of different decisions. There's a lot of different things. And sometimes we just don't know which, we don't know which way to go, but the word of God helps us. The Bible says to pray, so I've learned to pray. The Bible says to love others when you don't want to, and I've learned to love others when they're hard to. The Bible says to that if you look at a woman in an inappropriate way, you've already committed adultery. So I've taken the steps. So I've, 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 I don't have any social media on me. I've put blocks on my phones. Why? Because it is the way I should go because it's in God's word. Guys, we are in a season of life. You guys at a season in life where you're going to have decisions. You're going to be making decisions. You're going to be trying to figure out which way to go, right? You might not be there yet. Some of your decisions might be like, you know, uh, should I wake up early? Should I not wake up early? Should I go to practice? Should I not go to practice? But maybe some of you guys are in a season where, like, you just finished high school, right? You're, doing, you're trying to go to college, and there is so many ways, there's so many directions that you can go. And I remember when I was in that season of life, like, I truly didn't know what to do. Like, I truly didn't know what to do. But we can find that answer. We can find the way we should go in God's word. Psalms chapter 119 verses 9 through 11 says this. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Psalms 119 verses, uh, verse 105, the message translation says it in a really cool way. It says, by your words, I can see where I am going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. Guys, when we are in God's word, when you are studying it out, when you are doing your transformation, when you're taking time to look at one scripture, when you're taking time to look at one passage, you're figuring out like what God has for you. You're figuring out the way you should be going, guys. And we can know this, that it is going to lead us to nothing but good, that God's going to lead us to a path that's going to be better than what we can ever imagine or get to on our own. So the two things we're doing when we read God's word, we're one, can anybody remind me, we're one? I need somebody to remind me. What are we doing when we read God's word? The first thing we said, we're learning who God is. The second thing we're doing is we're getting good 
directions. We're getting good directions. We're about to close up. We're about to finish up. I didn't have too much to say. But as I'm closing up, I hope you hear my heart. Like I hope you hear God's heart. I hope you're not sitting here today kind of beating yourself up. Maybe you're not getting into God's word like you should be. Like don't don't beat yourself up. It's okay. It's fine. You can start now. You can start tomorrow morning. You can start tomorrow with the thought process of like, okay, it's no longer reading God's word, but it's having an encounter, having a moment with God, learning about who he is and figuring out like, what do I need to be doing? It's the same word, it's the same God, and it's the same invitation, guys. Jesus has only wanted to have a relationship with you. God only wants to have a relationship with you. And in his word, we begin to have that relationship. We begin to find out more about ourselves. We begin to find out more about who he is, about this world that we're living in. Man, there's so much life in God's word. And I really hope that this is kind of stirred up inside of you a maybe a, a, a deeper understanding and, and, and a, maybe a resolve to get in his word, to study it, to do our transformation journals, to, to get a devotional. Like these are all great things to be doing, especially like Pastor Jackson said, like you're in the summer, you got tons of time. Let this summer be the time that you fall in love with Jesus. Let this summer be the summer that you fall in love with getting in God's word. Everybody bow your head, close your eyes.